It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. How are you, Catherine? I'm doing well. How are you? Are you fine. Are you petrified of Thursday the 12th? Is there something scary about Thursday the 12th? It's the day before Friday the 13th. Is there something scary about Friday the 13th? <laughs> For superstitious people. Yeah, I guess You so. know, that's why they had a whole movie about Friday the 13th yeah, and everything. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? what? I am, I am going to be starting rehearsals for a ghost opera. On Friday the 13th? We actually start on Thursday the 12th, but... Okay, so today. Today. Well, good. All yeah, right. It's going to be fun. Okay, that's, so then, dun, dun, dun. Uh, we do appreciate <laughs> your watching, liking, sharing, and subscribing, especially to our YouTube channel. And smash that button. Uh, because that means a lot to us. We're trying to get to 1,000 YouTube subscribers or above. I mean, many, many more than that. But right now, we're it's kind of stalled at 650, which is more than I... I mean, I'm still happy that we're this far. Yeah, it's good. But I'd like to, to nudge it a little further. And when you see the um, the video we just posted of Catherine Frady at the uh, Cinco de Mayo party, Uh-oh. that I think will get us lots of subscriptions. And Uh-oh. the next one, where we go to Andy's <laughs> Frozen Custard... Um, Oh, that was a good. That, that was be, a good time. That could put us over the toppings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I see what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, great merchandise for you. Uh, you can, of course, get our, uh, I guess, for hot beverages, get the Frank and Friends mug. You can find all of our merchandise at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. But for uh, warm weather things, and I need to get out, I guess I need to order up some of the, the non-breakable pool cups like we could use outside the... Um, those metal stainless steel That'd wine nice. goblets. Yeah, but I, a, a poolside episode could be fun. I'm very fond of the uh, the beach towel, you know, which just it just looks so good. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice quality. It's nice and soft too. Yeah. Have you used it yet? I haven't because I'm afraid. I don't know. I'm t- <laughs> How do you? It's kind of a weird thing. It's like I got my name on a beach towel finally, and um, <laughs> I'm kind of. And now you don't want to use it. I guess I just, I, I will. Okay. I'll use it. I'm curious to know how it like washes and how right. it feels after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have more than one, so I can keep one for, for display. Exactly. <laughs> and one for, for use outside. Perfect. So it's, um, it's been busy, you know, in the course of the past week, uh, my wife and I traveled up to, uh, to Virginia for Artie's First Communion, and it was also Mother's Day. Yeah. How was your week? Because I've seen you, the last time I really saw you in real life was the Cinco de Mayo party. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like a whole week, right? (laughs) Oh, it's been good. I mean, Mother's Day weekend, I took the time off. Um, I I called my mother and told her Happy Mother's Day. Good, good. So that's about the extent of our celebrations. (laughs) I mean, do you have to send anything, cards, plants? I did. I I sent a card, and I actually bought her a present this time because... Um, I forgot to send her a, a present for You're her reaching birthday. You're reaching into your pocket. I am because I actually have a uh, a card, a business card of like the store where I bought my mom a present. Does that say horny hair or my my uh, eyes? It says horny hair. What on earth is that? It's a store in Florida. Okay. That sells. I guess they started. Oh, you were there. I you was were, there. You were there. And I guess they started by making like hair clips and. Uh-huh. And things to put in your hair, but it's made out of ox horns. And actually, this little snake right here bracelet is uh, also... Made out of ox horn? Yeah. Wow. Um, the, in the old days, I would have said they would have called this turtle shell, even though, or tortoise shell is what it looks like. Yeah. But I, I don't it's think... It's very lightweight. They really made it out of tortoise shells, did they? No. I hope, sorry, I hope no. I'm sorry, Mo. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's very lightweight, and it was very unique, because, I mean, they don't even have a website. Oh. You have to visit them at their store yeah. in Estero, Florida. 
So I, I bought my mother a, a bracelet. So what's horny about it is the, the material from which it's made. Correct. Okay, yes. I want to be very clear very about clear, that. Very clear, yeah. Right. <laughs> my mother did say it. That was a strange little, because I sent a card with it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, under, I can relate to your mom um, thinking, okay. What did you send me? <laughs> you know, what, what's going to happen when I wear this in public? Well, That's I mean, good. she's a mom, so... Yeah, I mean, but yeah. She's, you don't want her to be overwhelmed with <laughs> carnal desire just because you put a clip in her hair. <laughs> Whereas, maybe it creates carnal desire for other people when they oh, see her with a clip in her maybe hair. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, for, uh, for Mother's Day, we spent the time with our daughter, who is a mother. Um, and uh, she's also expecting, uh, you know, so she's a mother plus a mother-to-be all at the same time. And... Um, I guess, is it a thing to get pedicures? Because she had this lovely idea. She said, I'm going to, Megan, our daughter, said, I'm going to take my mother, Jerry, to go get a pedicure. And I said to Jerry, you just had a pedicure before we left. You got, you got your pedicure done for the trip. And she's oh. like, yeah, but I can get another one. I thought, well, I, it, can well, you do that? I mean, you can. I mean, they're going to, like, take off all the nail polish and do everything, like, again, because you're okay. not, like... Do for a pedicure, right? Like, yes, you can still go. Yeah, she said, "Well, I didn't really like the last one, and this See? one's and this one has feet massages." And well, this one's more fun because it's also with her daughter. Yeah, and there was some kind of um, yeah. exotic machine that uh, did a foot massage. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, they couldn't do it to Megan because she's pregnant. It was so exotic, whatever wow. this machine was. Okay, but Jerry got one. Nice. So she's not pregnant. <laughs> is what we learned from that. <laughs> 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 but, That's good. <laughs> but the real reason for our trip was um, not Mother's Day. It was coincided with Mother's Day. We were there for Artie Rocket's First Holy Communion. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. Bah. So I guess we'll be going, you know, every two years for uh, Timmy's and Charlie's and Lucy's and new babies. But anyway, the, and by then we'll probably start on the confirmation bandwagon and the graduation yep. bandwagon and yep. all the other. So it's going to be a lot. But, this, but we, how can we miss it? You can't. And you had to, I was excited to go. I remember my mom and my grandma flying all the way out to um, California for, I guess it was my mom and my sister came all the way out to California for uh, Frank Jr.'s first nice. communion, you know, nice. when he was just a, t- a, wee, a wee lad. And um, so we get up there, and because we understand, you know, it's an imposition, and a lot of times we'll try to stay with a family member. But uh, the family members that we generally stay with live like an hour outside or more outside Washington, D.C. Okay. Megan and her family live in fairly close um, inside the Beltway. So we decided we would just stay in a hotel. And Jerry shops around and she finds some decent cheap hotels like in the Tyson's Corner area. And we stay okay. there. Yeah. You know, it a seems lot like of, it makes sense. A lot yeah. of available rooms. It's mostly business travelers. We're there right. on a weekend. Should be decent, like, location. Yeah. And the hotel should be nice. And we've stayed there before at this right. particular hotel, so we know it's fine. Right. So then I come up with a brilliant idea. I said, well, I can imagine, dear Megan, that the morning of the First Holy Communion, it's going to be stressful because you've got Artie and the two other boys. Lots of kids. And Lucy and all the family and You've yeah. got to be there at the church at 9.30 in the morning. Right. Normally, they go to Mass at, on Sundays at noon. Oh, okay. You, know. you have more time then to like get everyone awake and organized and dressed. So I had this idea. I said, you, know, you don't have to decide. It's up to you and your husband. But if you wanted, you know your mother, meaning my wife, is kind of a drill sergeant when it comes to church. Okay. You know? And then there's a side note here. One time, Megan and baby Artie were visiting. 
and we were all going to go to mass together and Jerry was singing. And um, so Megan and I are racing to get ready. And of course, Jerry's long since ready. The car, the car seat is in Jerry's car and Jerry decides, well, it's time to go. So she just leaves. She takes my car and leaves. And Megan and I get out of the shower. And we're looking at we're looking at the clock. We're so excited because we still have a solid ten minutes to to get to church. It means we're probably not not only are we going to be we'll be in the pews. We'll probably hear the the prelude song still. Oh, okay, good. You know, where yeah. Jerry will sing, and we so we're running. We're getting the baby ready. We're getting the car seat, and I'm like, and where are the keys to my wife's car? Where are the keys to Jerry's car? Because she took my car, remember? And I've got the key to my car. Right. I don't have the key to her car. Oh no. Well, um, I can't find it anywhere. So but did th- you miss the whole service? So I thought, well, we better call Jerry, right? Yeah, but she's singing. Well, it's still, at this point, there's still time. Okay. You know, there's still time. All right. So I call her, and um, you hear the ringing coming from her nightstand upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she had raptured away. <laughs> she had just disappeared. Yeah. And, you, uh, you all were taking too long. She had to prepare for yeah, her song. Yeah, so Megan and I missed the, yeah, we the missed whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. We, couldn't, we, we were stuck. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't call anybody. Uh, I mean, like, other than like AAA or to, I don't know. What I, <laughs> A cab. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah ooh, maybe Uber I, or something. At that, at that point, it was too late. Although so. with this story, I can see that Megan might be concerned to have Jerry come over because she might take off with some of the kids, but not Artie, who so, actually needs to... Yeah, so to my idea, him. though, was the night before, Artie can stay at the hotel. Okay. I You'd said, like Artie that. can stay at the hotel. We know exactly what he has to wear. It's a prescribed First Communion outfit. It's all just, you know, shirt, tie, shoes. In fact, we even went out and bought him a new pair of shoes because apparently we learned on Friday night that he'd outgrown his dress shoes. Oh, nice. So we Friday- Is it all white? Um, his was not. No, oh, he okay. wore um, they, he wore a dark suit and a red tie. Nice. He looked great. I nice. mean, I think I have a picture. Um, I don't know if I can show it on the show without Megan's permission. So I, uh, that's not you know not for me to say. But somewhere in here, I might have a photo of of Artie in his suit. Um, here, here's one that Jerry took. See? Oh, adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're at the hotel, and now it's the morning of. We're all everything's going great. Artie's going to get in the shower, shampoo his hair. And get dressed, and uh, we go in there, and we turn on the tub water, and you, you pull on the thing, and the yeah. water will not come out of the shower. Oh, no. It will not, you know. So now what? So my, my wife says, Artie, you're going to have to take a bath. No, I'm not going to take a bath. I don't take baths. <laughs> I take showers. We call. She says, well, let's call. I said, call the front desk. We'll figure out something. They can either fix this. Or they can send us Give somewhere us else room. to right. go, just at least to go shower. Right. She goes to the phone, and the phone uh, does not work. Oh, my goodness. The phone in the room does not work, because who's ever uses the phones in the rooms anymore, right? Well, right, yeah. So that's, she's trying to call the front desk, she's trying to call anybody. She gets her cell phone and calls the main number for the hotel company and somehow manages to get herself transferred oh, to good. Tyson's Corner. So I was going to say, they probably... They probably like source that out yeah. to like somebody who's not even on site and probably not even in you know Virginia at all. Yeah, somehow yeah. she pushes the right <laughs> the right series of buttons and is talking to the guy at the front okay. desk That's and impressive. says, "We're up here in room two eighteen. The shower doesn't work. The phone doesn't work. We got to get this kid to church on time. Um, what are you going to do about it?" So yeah. He says, "Hook him up and look at it." He looks at it and says, "Oh no, this is a maintenance problem. But they're not going to be here till three o'clock in the afternoon. It's Saturday." Um, 
and I'm about to say you need to give us another place to go, and he reaches right. into his pocket and says, "Well, I brought up an extra room key just in case this was the situation." Nice, <gasps> nice. Go up to room nine oh six. So, Artie and I pack up enough <laughs> and things. the robes and the <laughs> Artie and I get in the. Well, actually, first I went down to the lobby and got a free coffee, but then <laughs> it was an emergency. <laughs> We're in a rush. Get a coffee. <laughs> How am I supposed to function, Catherine? How am I supposed to function? I can't do this without coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so up to nine oh six we go, um, and it's fine. Artie gets his, takes a shower and gets dressed. In fact, I even took him back down to two eighteen and went back up and took my own shower. Nice. And th- you know the situation has been resolved. I'm set to, set to my satisfaction. You know, it's a nicer room up there anyway. Uh, and Jerry gets us to the church. Only 20 minutes early instead of, you know, we were supposed to be there at 9.30. So we got there at 9.10. That's good. I'm, well, yeah, I think she probably had in her head that we were going to be there at 9. But we got there at 9.10. That's, that's impressive. Still 20 minutes ahead of the scheduled time. And the 9.30 scheduled time was for a 10 o'clock service. Right. So now he's going to just sit there in the pew for 45 minutes now at this point. Right. And wait and everything's going to happen. Because it's raining, and the, the procession oh, from no. next... Originally, you're going to go to Heller Hall, which is named after some priest, um, and we're going to process over. Well, that um, that's canceled. So now it's just, everyone's going to start from their seats, okay. and they'll just do a little procession inside the church. Nice. So we're ready. We've got these nice seats. We're ready to go, you know, saving yeah. seats. And I didn't know how many... My, my family son-in-law's members, family yeah. is huge, apparently, okay. because they just kept showing up. <laughs> you know, I thought, why are we saving, like, five pews? <laughs> There were 50 people there? They're, they Well, there's a lot of them. Yeah. You know, they just kept coming. That's impressive. And, it's good. And, uh, you know, so the, the service goes beautifully. Father Scalia does a lovely, you know, homily to the children about nice. the importance of First Communion and everything. It goes great. Um, and now it's time to leave. There's no procession. But they do a p- picture there in the church instead of outside like they were okay. originally going to do. Yeah. And it's time now to go to the after party. My daughter has reserved a pavilion at one of the city parks. Nice, but it's raining. But it's raining. Like a lot of, like the rain. Like a steady, cold, like a miserable, wintry rain. Mm. And I had said that we'll go back to the hotel real quick and I'll change into jeans and sneakers. Well, as we're doing that, Megan calls and says, we don't have time for that. Because we also have still already with us. She says, you've got to get the guest of honor back to the party. First of all, you've got to go to Chick-fil-A and pick up the nuggets that Jerry, that was her contribution. I mean, Jerry yeah. bought the nuggets for the nice. party. Nice. And the grandma on the other side was bringing the cake. Okay. Um, so, or somebody on the other side was bringing the cake. So we go to Chick-fil-A, we get the nuggets, and we show up in our suits and dress clothes, and we're just standing there in this little pavilion, and it's cold. <laughs> Shaking, shivering, and it, eating it, cold. The and party's kind of, you know, it's, everything's kind of shortened. Um, because there's, uh, but they do want to get to this cake, right? Yeah, sure. Well, it turns out that the lady who provided the cake doesn't like sweets. So, did she buy a cake for herself? I think. And, well, or did she buy like a cake for children? Yeah. I tasted it, and I'm like, "What is wrong with this cake? It's not <laughs> sweet. It's Uh-oh. it's it has a mango filling." It was some kind of, I don't know what kind of food it was. I don't know what kind of... Like a of, gelatin cake? I don't know what kind of um, exotic grocery she got it from. But it had, you know, cake and it had mm-hmm. icing. But the mm-hmm. icing had no sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. The mango filling was the sweetest thing in the whole cake. Okay. And that's not super sweet. It was right. okay right. compared to the, everything else. Yeah. And 
the writing on the top was this red gel that said, God bless you, Artie. Okay. Unfortunately, the top of the cake at some point got wet. So the red gel is dissolving. And the words, God bless you, Artie, or God bless Artie, or whatever it used, I don't know what exactly it said because... It melted. It looked yeah. like chiller theater. It looked like the <laughs> words were written in blood. <laughs> well, Artie probably loved it. Yeah, he's well, he's because he's macabre. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure how much of it he got to see because he's running around playing, doing like singing in the rain with these other little kids nice. and, with the umbrella and dancing and nice. running around, having a grand old time. That's great. And uh, his dad is like, cutting the cake as quick as he can, trying to get everybody moved out. I mean, in hindsight, we probably should have rented. The Middleburg Barn. I mean, you were very close. <laughs> well. <laughs> Did you get to stop by the Middleburg Barn? Uh, we stopped, I, We passed the road that said Middleburg, this exit. Did you get <laughs> but, a picture? <laughs> bring out your camera? <laughs> but it was, a, you know, we were at a family thing. We had to be inside the Beltway close to church. But the Middleburg Barn is actually a beautiful, fantastic place. More for, appropriate for a wedding. A wedding. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're if you very rich. A retirement you could, party. And you want to have a first communion party there, they're not going to stop you. No. Uh, 40 miles west of D.C. in Middleburg, Virginia. My friend Maureen runs the place. Uh, you can get there from Dulles Airport within 25 minutes with the Swarovski crystals and the glamour and the glitz. And, of course, it's the height of wedding season. So, I mean, you know. It would have been hard to get in there yes. for Artie. She yeah. would have booked that one out for the day. Because yeah. they don't double book at the middle of the barn. You, uh, you get it for the whole day. And, and you, you know, you're paying for all of the amenities there at Fox Chase Farm. Yeah, it's a great deal. The it's ultraviolet, space. disinfectant lights, yeah. um, the, the way the barn is constructed. It's only five years old, but they use the ancient time-tested methods of uh, mortise and tenon to keep yeah. it together forever. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And the pictures, check out the middleburgbarn.com for those uh, those pictures. Sometimes they call it the Gucci Barn. Wedding Wire has named it one of their best uh, wedding venues. That's fantastic. So, I mean, yeah, it's maybe it's a little out of my price range, but I was kind of kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were right there. I mean, yeah, um, 40 miles it was, away. I think the the real reason that you didn't go is cuz it was already booked. Yes. So you have to call early and uh, yeah. call Maureen and 540-687-5255. Book the Middlebrook Barn. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just thought about, um, you know, how much we paid for the city park versus the, which was nothing. Right. Um, all right. Well, so that was, that was Artie's uh, first communion experience. It was, well, it was memorable. I, I Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's going to love. He'll never forget it. I love these things. And when we finally are getting back to the hotel, you know, Jerry's like, oh, I'm just... I would love to just take a hot shower because you've been in the cold rain. But you can't now. But we can't because the we're still in room two eighteen, which is the. But do you still have the key for the broken shower? Nine oh six. Well, yeah, but they had rekeyed it by that point. Mm. Um, so we we asked them, "What are you going to do about it? Um, can you fix the shower right. so that we can, you know, at least she can take a hot shower or do something to warm up?" And the guy tried to figure it out, and he said, "Well, let me see what I can do. I'll see what time maintenance is coming." And I'll call you back or whatever. Because he can't call us back because there's no... The there's other, no phone in the room. The room, phone in yeah. the room doesn't work. Did they know that at this point? I think Jerry told them. Yeah. So okay. in a few minutes later, there's a knock on the door. And it's the same guy, the same clerk. And he says, look, the maintenance isn't coming for another hour or so. Here's new keys. They've, they've cleaned, already cleaned and rekeyed 906. But he says, here's key, another set of keys for 906. Just move up there. Okay. So that was how it was resolved. Nice. Because we didn't have our... The reason we switched to 218 in the first place was it had two beds, 
906, I think, would have been our room all along, but it only had one king. I see. And now we don't need uh, a bed for Artie because he's back home. Right. And that's nice. how. Nice. That's oh. how that went. That's a an adventure for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had a rain adventure last week. I, it was uh, pouring rain. I think you were already out of town. Yeah. On the Friday, but yeah. We used to, we were we drove in the rain the whole way out of here. Yeah, those um, those thunderstorms were intense for sure. I was I was bringing in props to the Flying Anvil Theater and having, for the Copper Queen for the Copper Queen and getting ready. And we're having a production meeting on Zoom and uh, my administrative assistant Caleb Beard, who's also stage managing the show, was there oh. and she was helping me. And after the meeting, she's like, "Okay, bye. I'll see you later." And she goes and gets in her car, and I lock the door. And uh, I had given her keys to the building this day. Yeah. I mean, because you're stage managing. Yeah. yeah. So so I walk back into my office, and I'm doing my work and everything. The next thing I hear is, like, somebody coming into the office. And I was like... Dun, dun, dun. I was like, who's here today? And here comes Kayla walking back in, and she's like, I'm not going to go teach my lessons. There's, like, a flood. (laughs) (laughs) It was coming down so hard that she could not even see the road and she just canceled her her students and came back to the office that's funny that you you had it worse than we did because i was driving you know in the rain but we didn't have the severe weather that you had we had that that just constant cold i mean it was it felt like winter up there oh wow because it was um the temperatures were in the 30s at night and in the 40s that's crazy during the day, maybe maybe fifties at best. Yeah. Anyway, so we were all chilly. I wore my thermal underwear to one something that we did. Um, went out to dinner, I guess somewhere, and I was just at that point too cold. I put my thermal underwear on. I was happy about it. It was chilly here. I mean, we lost power at the house too. Really? Yeah. James called me and was like, "Yeah, there's no power here." You know, <laughs> so I just saw on the news the other day something about how Knoxville is considered to be um, at low risk. For natural disasters, it is some kind of um, something climate, um, and you know the news was like, "Do you think a lot of people are moving here? Households are moving here at the rate of, or people are moving here at the rate of seventeen households per day." This is my Ted Hall impression. That's a lot. Seventeen households per day. That's a lot of people, uh, because according to the University of Tennessee, we don't have very many natural disasters, despite those fires you've heard about. <laughs> despite all of the fires. <laughs> And this lady comes on from UT. Oh, my goodness. And she says, yeah, you know, I mean, we think to us that's terrible, right? Right. To have a wildfire or to have a snowstorm or these uh, weather, you know, these thunderstorms. But I guess relative to the rest of the country, we're like in this little island of of protected, or island is the wrong word, uh, protected um, area with the mountains and the the plateau and all the things. Mm -hmm. We're nestled in this little area that, you know, we don't have... As many, we get a tornado every once in a while, but it's not as frequent and not as bad as you would get in Tornado Alley. Well, we normally get tornado watches. They don't, yeah. they don't turn into warnings right. very often. And we, you know, when a hurricane happens, we're inconvenienced because we get a lot of rain, rain. and we get some, some flash flooding. flooding. Yeah. But, I mean, some flash flooding at low intersections is not the same as a flood flood. Right. You know, Absolutely. where people lose their homes. Absolutely. Um, you know, so we have like a little bit of everything, but not, not a lot of it, of any of it. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been catastrophic. Well, this lady's theory is that will continue. That's good. Her 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 prognosis. She's some kind of uh, climate scientist at UT. She says, in fact, her theory is 
that the people who live at the beach are going to give up, going to say, well, I'm getting out of here. Where can we go? <laughs> I mean, really, with and, all the hurricanes coming through. And they'll just keep coming here. Yeah, that's possible. So I think that's why, have you seen that meme? It's not really a meme, but it's like a joke on Facebook where uh, people copy and paste it and share it. Warning, if you're moving to Knoxville, about all the terrible things we have. You know, we've got Loch Ness Monster, we've got Bigfoot. <laughs> we have... Uh, Trying to make things up yeah, to scare people completely away. Completely making yeah. things up about how terrible it is to live here. I don't think it's working. And as you read it, you would just laugh because you know that we're... It's beautiful here. Yeah. It's one of the best places to live in the... Obviously, now, this UT scientist proving it's one of the best places to live in the whole country. Yeah. And not giving us an ego at all for those of us living here. <laughs> We live in the best place in the country. Cheers. Well, in terms of, I mean, you know how I guess we do make fun of, is it like Alabama and who do we make fun of? Alabama, especially in sports. Florida. Yeah, we'll make fun of um, University of Alabama, University of Florida. Sure. Maybe University of South Carolina, any of the other SEC teams. You know, it's always, oh, that place is terrible. We blah, blah, blah. Smack talk, smack talk, smack talk. Well, I would say that, I mean, we have, we talk about the Bears and the Smoky Mountains, but we we don't see them that often. At least I I don't see them that often. And well, we go up there regularly. Well, if you, we we don't we usually go in the afternoon when they're taking their nap. That's right. It's a good time to go. If you want, we have to go either early in the morning or like right. Um, that's when they come out. They they get up and they right around early morning and evening, dusk and dawn is when they're out there foraging. Sure. So if you want, we can go early one time and look for bears. I'm good, but what? <laughs> but in Florida, <laughs> she's like, oh. <laughs> Early. I'm good. I'm not getting up early. Right, what are you talking about? Yeah, if we were, in, if we can get to Anakista by 9 a.m. No. Which means we have to leave here at 8.30. No. <laughs> I don't even know what that, that is at that time of the day. Uh, but in Florida, I saw several alligators at all times of days. See, I, that's exciting. There was, okay. I guess it would be exciting if you were, like, in your car and you were, like, driving down the road yeah. and there was an alligator walking down I would the street. be worried about hitting it, you know. Sure. I did see an alligator on the side of the road Dead? that had been, okay. it was, like, roadkill. Well, we which, see deer on the side of the road all the time. I know. I was like, well, you know, you know you're in Florida if you're seeing a al- dead alligator on the side of the road. Actually, a little side note is when you don't see dead deer on the side of the road in Tennessee because somebody will pick it up and eat it. In mm. Vir- that's, you know you're in Virginia when you see lots of dead deer on the side of the road. Interesting. Yeah. But in my aunt's, my aunt-in-law's neighborhood, they, it's a beautiful neighborhood and there's like all these walking paths and there's this little, like, little river moat and there are bridges. We're walking Sasha along the bridge. <gasps> Your and- dog. Yes. Is a perfect, it's like an alligator Pop-Tart. Yes. Oh, no. It's an alligator treat. Oh, no. And we're walking over, and I was like, oh, my goodness, there's an alligator. And there was an alligator literally under the bridge where we were walking. <gasps> Did you have to pass a riddle, say a riddle to pass by? Or... <laughs> it was <laughs> crazy. Hey, it's like the troll in the Billy Goat's Gruff. And then a few days later, there was a larger alligator <sighs> at the entranceway. Of the whole neighborhood. Come on. Yeah. No, I mean, but we saw raccoons and snakes, and apparently there's poisonous frogs. I mean, I don't know what they're doing in Florida, but well, it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> I got a note from my friend Bean, a text from my friend Bean, about the, your aunt-in-law. Mm. 
He said that his wife refers to his aunt and uncle just as aunt and uncle. Aunt and uncle. He said he's never heard anyone use the term aunt and law before. And I had to write back in honestly. I said, honestly, I never had heard the term aunt and law (laughs) until I heard it come out of my own mouth. We made it up. Because that happens to me once occasionally where I will say something that to me seems so logical. And as I'm hearing it going, I've never heard that before. So aunt in law, I'm, I'm sticking with it, and yeah. we know, we know exactly who we're talking about. That's it's right. very very precise definition. I like That's it. Right. Yeah. Um, when I was doing the Dr. Bass event the other night, or a month ago now almost, um, I was talking about how the uh, William M. Bass Forensic Anthropology Building is only a bone's throw from the body farm, <laughs> and I meant to say stone's throw. <laughs> But I said bones throw. I mean, and the audience starts chuckling. And I said, "Hang on a second. I'm I'm also hearing this joke for the first time. Let me enjoy it." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was a misspeak, but it was better than uh, than what it I would have said one. originally. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So, all right. Well, uh, you can hear all sorts of funny things when you uh, get an audible trial, and you can get that using our password, our uh, our URL, if you will. And you're also supporting the Frank and Friends show when you do that. Go to audibletrial.com slash show. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to get that. It helps us out. And you can listen to anything you want. You can download a free item in the first 30 days of your trial. It's nice. They have all the podcasts. They have all the audio books. They have custom audio entertainment made just for Audible. And uh, no matter where you go, whatever device you're on... It saves your place, just like yeah. a little bookmark. Yeah, so uh, yeah. you can listen across devices like the Amazon Echo or your phone app or whatever it is iPad, you use. iPad, computer, yeah. car, whatever you use. Wherever you have the Audible app. Like for me, I have you know multiple, I don't want to say the A word, but you know what I mean. Like when I say Amazon Echo, you know who I'm talking about, right? Because mm. there's one here and there's one in that room and there's another one upstairs. Yeah, she might start talking to us if we're not yeah. careful. Yeah. yeah, so I've got those all over the place. Um, that's one way to do it. Or like on a fire, the newer fire tablets. I think everything can get the Audible app, any of the Amazon products. Nice. So that's all good news. Uh, meanwhile, we appreciate you also um, supporting us with our Frank and Friends show merch. Frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Like the beach towel that I've thrown too far out of reach, but you can rewind and see it at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Um, all of the pint glasses, T-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, mugs, all of the things. What uh, what attire should we put you in for the uh, the beach episode? T-shirt? I mean, have you ever seen me wear a t-shirt? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know what you wear. <laughs> I mean, for the for the poolside episode, like I think it'll be glamorous, you oh, know, uh, big hat, <laughs> large sunglasses, <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> it's like you don't know me at all. <laughs> I thought you were going to say tank top, frankly. I could have, but that wasn't as fun. Uh, But you get all that stuff online. Uh, We do appreciate your telling your friends about us and helping us grow our subscriber base on uh, all the audio podcast apps and on YouTube. And the best way to tell your friends about us is to watch the shows, subscribe yourself, and uh, smash that button. Smash that button. For notifications. We're supposed to use this bell for other things besides smash that button for notifications, but I can't, I haven't really... I know. You know, I could have used it on the hotel story. That's true. But that's true. You know. They didn't have a... I don't mean they, they didn't they, have a bell. I think that's old school. It is. Oh, well. The hotel bell. There you have it. Or I thought it was too loud anyway on one of the episodes. It is, it is loud. So maybe that's why. But... 
right. maybe maybe the next episode we'll we'll just use it just to be obnoxious <laughs> yeah. right. stay tuned for that episode <laughs> thanks so much for watching i'm frank murphy i'm Catherine frady and this is the frank and friends show we'll talk to you again next time